0: Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. So it's essential you all become more hypervigilant, go back to the basic foundations of what I teach. The quality of your experience of your life is solely dependent on the quality of the nature of your thinking. So when those statements sneak past you, that's what you're putting out there. You're putting out, I didn't manifest enough money. It's not true that you didn't manifest enough money. What you might, if you wanna be accurate, then you can say, well, holy shit. Look at how I did manifest money, and it didn't come in the way I thought it would. And what's going to prevent you from catching the obvious is your uh, is the what that means is is the barnacles stuck to the whale underneath the. I didn't manifest enough money because you have the belief it didn't come through you earning it or whatever is underneath that thought, underneath that thought, underneath that thought. They have every stressful thought we have has 20 plus stressful thoughts that are the supporting evidence that's where the weight of our problems are. It's not the original thought. It's the 20 sub-thoughts that are the supporting evidence called the what that means is. This is Thinking, where the yeah. problem of thoughts versus feelings. You can, do you understand how, by, how it's all connected? These exercises I teach you sound so innocent and so simple and so optional but that's the that's the found that's the key it's the knot that unravels everything everything is connected to that you can't question thoughts if you if you don't even know what the thought is to begin with you're calling it a feeling so you've got no shot at attending to the 80,000 thoughts you have in a day when they're just mixed up and so then you don't even know what they are you can't question something you can't even identify the mind thinks and doubts, thinks and doubts, thinks and doubts, thinks and doubts. By thinking, it's describing, it's analyzing, it's judging, it's naming, it's, um, and then it's doubting. That's all and everything the mind is doing. Your entire life is in your mind. Your whole entire life. That's why I'm such a nut job about inquiry because it doesn't matter. I love Kundalini Yoga, I love Kriyas, I love all that shit. But to say, can I have a Kriya so I think more positively is such nonsense if you don't also apply conscious awareness of what you're actually thinking and believing true. You might as well stare at the color red, equally as effective. And you just have your suffering at stake. That's all, okay? So, so there's that, that critical piece of increasing your awareness of your language, how you're describing yourself, others, and circumstances. That's all you have to pay attention to, three things, because that's all we're ever really talking about. In- inanimate objects, who cares? Usually that's just like, you're either describing you like it or I don't like it. So don't even worry about that fourth category. Just pay attention to how you're describing yourself, others, and circumstances. That's, your whole, that's like 90% of your entire life is in describing all day long those three things. So moving now over to intending and, and what it is that you want. You did intend quite well what you wanted and we always have what it is that we need. So, the primary focus for me of intending is not so much about things, it's about my state, my inner state while I'm navigating something. I find that to be personally more productive, and I worry less about the, the, the supporting props, if you will. This is, this, is the, this is the beauty of meta, because any of the four parts of meta, you can always use for intending for another without needing their permission. I don't intend for another person that they are like free of uh, a, a, an illness or a disease. I do intend, and this will all make sense in a moment, okay? I will intend that while someone is navigating the circumstances they're navigating, and this is is actually the mechanics of intending. Intending is not guided meditation and traveling all around. It's a very concentrated practice. It's a concentration meditation. Where you're using, I'm using my body, my temple. So if I'm intending well-being, I'm present. I first I'll generate her outside of me, and I'll connect with her eyes, and I start to just kind of synchronize our breathing. And I'm we're with one another's gaze. I'm seeing and feeling into her eyes, and there's just a, an exchange of warmth and. I'm seeing the light in the eyes because it's the light of the heart that shines out the eyes. So now I've created this closed loop, this closed circuit. And so I'm just really present to the sensations of my inhalations, my exhalations, and the language that isn't really necessarily spoken out loud but that I'm very present to is the feeling, intending is all about what you're feeling and feeling isn't emotion. So I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling what it feels like to absolutely know that I'm held, that I'm safe, that no matter how things appear, I actually am and will be okay that i don't have say in what that looks like what i do have say and what i can tether myself to in intending you feeling all of this in my body and and sharing it with her giving it's a the, the, the it's a it's a, a, a in a sense it's a blending of tonglen practice all also as well it's the it's the it's the giving and the receiving um so that her suffering is alleviated. I am feeling the unshakable awareness, awareness and presence of literally all is well. I'm feeling the sensations of the direct experience of knowing that I am held, that love moves through me as me that I have the capacity to be with and to surrender myself into what is and to discern to have the capacity to discern and listen and trust the simple directions trust the impulse if what is being asked of me is to summon and rally or to relax into. So the wisdom of discernment. So all of these things I'm feeling in my intending practice, and they're not about the cessation or the alleviation of a circumstance. It's my state as I go through it. And that, for me, has me in my business, not in God's business, right? Byron Katie's three places, three businesses. There's my business, there's your business, and God's business. So I'm going to stay in my business with my only responsibility is my inner state. I'm going to tap into source. Tap into God. tap. You don't have to call it God or source. Call it love. Just tap into the freaking force. Star Wars fans, Use the Force. Be with the Force. I think that is, frankly, the best church education, God education for all children is Star Wars, right? Just give them to extrapolate everything about the Force. Just, just get everything that Yoda teaches and give it to your children. That's how I learned about God. It's the Force. It's the same thing. That's what consciousness is. Is the Force? They just use the word force instead of consciousness or god or divine so and how do we know when we're in the experience of the force or consciousness or love or presence these are all words that are all you hear used it's when you feel such deep intimacy in a moment Look for where you feel deep intimacy within. Intimacy can also feel like deep connection. Nature is so profound. Like I spent, I um, I missed my morning walk because uh, we I have stink bugs here sometimes, and I just love them very much. I have no idea why. Start to <laughs> learn to let go of the question why in life. Who cares? Just know what trust what you love. Trust what enthuses you. Enth- entheos is the root word of enthusiasm. Entheos means to be possessed by inspiration. So I so a stink bug was walking. I got possessed by entheos. And I my automatic go-to, when I see insects, this is where, <laughs> this is where my mother archetype comes out. Do you need water? Okay, so... <laughs> If my dad taught me, he said, no matter, like, ev- like, everyone needs water equally. Everyone needs water equally, right? So I always have water and snack bags in the car. So when I see homeless, the homeless, I give them water. Everyone needs water. Everybody needs snacks. So stink bug. I'm just like, well, I don't, where is he going to get water? Where's his water source? So I know how to, like, <laughs> balance drops of droplets of water on my finger so that it, gravity doesn't pull it off i know the size of drop and then i just hold my finger near him and they can sense water and if he's thirsty he's gonna come and get a drink oh my gosh they take forever to drink so there I am like 20 minutes later. And I, now I'm hearing this in SpongeBob language. You know, it's like 20 minutes later. Right? Like, because I, I do have something else that I thought I was going to be doing. And I had a client at 1130. But just that for me is such a communing with the force and with nature and love. Because he stuck his little face straw into the water And like, damn, if he didn't drink that whole droplet of water and then wanted a second one. I'm like, I'm I'm like, are you going to inflate? He did not get bigger. Somehow he tucked it all in himself. Right. And then and then I put him on a plant. But that for me, those are the you want to look for what uniquely enthuses you. And keep trusting those pulls, those mini pulls, because when we skip them, we just get going in the routine of life, which is can be, ugh, so you have to allow, we live in a culture that is so focused on doing, and doing, and doing, and doing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, got to know what time it is, because I have to do the next thing, am I on time, I got to get to the next thing, right, so you have to make extra conscious effort to give yourself time to let enthusiasm work its way in front of your face, and then you answer its call, And for anyone that's interested in learning more about intending, um, I studied for a year with Lynn McTaggart. Um, She has a fantastic book called The Power of Eight. For those of you who took the keys course, that was the last key. We didn't get to spend a lot of time on it because it was the very last class. It will show up in Luminous Warrior. Um, So The Power of Eight and Lynn McTaggart, I highly recommend. I love her because she's very science-oriented. She's so not woo woo um, so all of she has three of two other books. She's got the intention experiment was uh, years ago, the field and then the power of eight. And she's just incredible. And she's got great little videos. Her and Joe Dispenza do a lot of stuff together. Um, I, I think I think they're just dynamite. Absolutely dynamite. And they work also with beliefs. You have to you have to really be aware of what you're thinking and believing. True in the, in this work, you just can't skip that part. You have to be aware of your language, how you're describing things, because that's what you're living into. And that's why affirmations don't work. You could stare in a mirror and for five minutes be like, I am abundance, I am abundance, I am abundance. But then you go around and the other 79,920 thoughts are like of, 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 of lack or just casual statements when you look in the grocery store, you're like, uh no, I don't have the, the luxury to afford that. Like, you're, wh- how are you going through your day? Or, oh, no, that's for other people. They get to they get to have those things. Not That's not for me. You have to watch everything you're saying so you can create new language. The language that reflects your soul vow. Because ultimately you want your language and your actions to all line up. That's what congruency is. Congruency is when your thinking, your speech, and your actions are embodied expressions of your soul vow.